Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Ah, welcome along. It's the Monday morning episode. And you get it on Sunday evening if you're an IFS subscriber. Please subscribe to the IFS. It's what keeps this podcast going. Mm. Uh, we don't try and plug it all that often because it feels a bit begging ball sort of behaviour. But seriously, if you've, uh, you know, dithered or wavered and thought, oh, I should subscribe to that thing sometime, they do. Um, please do, because, um, yeah, like I say, it, it keeps this podcast going. Yeah. And if we run out of subscribers, we'll, we'll have to stop doing the podcast. Simple as that. We're, yeah, but it's not, I don't feel it's begging bowl. I just forget. But, you know, listen, we're professional people. It might not sound that professional, yeah. but writing and broadcasting is what we've both done all our lives. This is what we do, and we do it. We devote a lot of our time to it. So McDonald's don't advertise a Big Mac and say sorry for the intrusion. It's a bit of a fucking. <laughs> it's a bit of a begging bowl. We know, but if you don't come and buy our burgers, we're going to have to shut down the Mackey D's in your town. Um, because uh, yeah. why would they? It's just a business, and ours is a business just like McDonald's. In fact. They go, they're so bold about it, they go, we fucking hired Justin Timberlake, Justin Trouser Snake, to fucking record our two-second jingle. Uh, we're loving it, right? Mm. And when they did that, I thought to myself, that's a bit extravagant, because at the time I thought McDonald's was on its way out. I really did. You know, turn of the century, you got pret a well, everywhere. People wanted sandwiches. People right. wanted fucking pots of pasta. People wanted sushi, Andy. The world was changing, right? And I thought, no one's going to eat fucking McDonald's anymore. Everyone knows they're chopping down rainforests and giving you cancer. But uh, that's not true in case McDonald's uh, lawyers are listening. That's just what I ignorantly thought at the time. In fact, as I understand it, they are a a force for social, political, economic, and personal good. Spiritual. Yes, spiritual too. But listen... (laughs) I thought they're on their fucking way out. This is the death throes. They've got so fucking panicked about their marketing. They've chucked a lot of money at fucking Justin Timberlake, who was riding high at the time. He was like the number one star in the world. Just to fucking turn up. We were talked about voiceovers the other day. That must be the best voiceover ever. I'm loving it. Is it I'm loving it or we're loving it? I thought this is bollocks. Because there was the whistle, wasn't there? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. but, But then they got rid of his bit. And they just went to the to the whistle. Cunt still gets paid yeah. though. Because he doesn't care. Yeah. Does, does he still get paid even though they're not doing that? I, I think he did the whistle. In, in all of our heads, we're all still going. I'm loving it. Yeah, exactly. That, that, it, we're exactly. doing the job for them. Exactly. That's how these people operate. They're like fucking hell. We don't even Genius. need to. We don't need Timberlake anymore. People will fill it in. Someone told me that once about um, guitarists. We're probably going to talk about Glastonbury and live music. But I remember once going to see. I went to see, uh, I think I went to see Supergrass, Shepherd's Bush Empire, when I was a younger lad. And I was with an older, more experienced uh, 
music journalist. And I said to her, oh, I remember being paralytic drunk. I think I see a woman there. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's that got to do with I was, anything? Uh, I was with an experienced woman who gave me a hand job during the encore. <laughs> unsolicited, but uh, wonderful. Nonchalant. One, unsolicited, but all the better for it. No, she no goes... No eye contact. He said, um, I said, yeah, I was paralytic drunk. I went, but there's three of them. I said, uh, one's on the bass, one's on the guitar, and the other cunt's on the drums, see? And he's like, yes, I understand this. How long have you been a music journalist? <laughs> right? And I said, what I don't get, right, is that when you listen to them on their re- on their music records, you can hear two guitars going at once. You hear the lead guitar, and then, if you listen carefully, there's the rhythm guitar, like in most bands. So, so how do they do that? So in the studio... They'll have a another geezer like session musician playing the rhythm guitar, or mm. old Gaz Coombs. He's the guitarist, isn't he? The other fella's the bassist. They go. It, he it might do it twice. He will lay down. That's a technical yeah. term, listeners. He will lay down two tracks: one the lead, the other one the rhythm. How do they do it live? And he said to me, "Well, you know the bloke I'm talking about. So we've talked about him before. He was one of my mentors when I was younger, Johnny D." Because you told me that there was yeah. a song about him, which I confronted him with the next time I saw yeah. him or spoke to him, and he was very yeah. casual and nonchalant by, about it. By, by the Chesterfields. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, he yeah. just was like that. I said, there's a song about you called Chesterfield. My mate Andy says there is. And he just went, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. One, do you want milk in your tea or what? Uh, haven't, haven't you got any songs about yourself? <laughs> no, I bloody haven't. I should do. Right. Um but, well, we have. We've got that one that started our live shows on the recent. Oh yeah, tour. that's true. Yeah, that's but it's not us. quite the same. Yeah. That wasn't. I think that did we available. solicit that? I can't remember. Anyway, um, I'll tell you what. While we're mentioning, while we're mentioning the live shows, and we're mentioning uh, the IFS, if yeah. you're IFS Turbo, the top tier, we're going to be putting a video of one of them live shows. Oh yeah, on there for you to look at. Oh, and that one's in quite the, probably um, in the next week or so. That one's quite eventful as well because uh, there's a, a little bit of let's call it crowd participation in the second half of the show which makes it which makes it an extra good one to watch someone throws crisps at us um yeah so yeah so he he explained to me johnny d explained to me that what they do is they trick your mind they play the lead they start off playing the lead yeah and you hear Mm. the riff and then they just switch into the rhythm and you're still hearing the lead they're not fucking playing it though. They've just stuck really? it in your head. That's what he said. Okay. Uh, that's how they um, do it. But three piece bands, that's how they do it. And but right. the reason I bring it up is it's the same as what you're saying. McDonald, the same stunt McDonald's pulled with I'm loving it. Because once they've implanted I'm loving it in your head, they don't need to keep on doing it. It's in your head. They just trigger there. the mental response, yeah. the recall with the whistle, you see. Very much like in the Manchurian Candidate, where they do it, they give him a phrase that is going to trigger him to go postal. Mm. See what I mean? So, anyway, mm. in conclusion, it's but not begging bowl. It's different to that, though. You're not they're not triggering us to go postal in McDonald's. <laughs> no, are they? No, but what I'm saying is the the brain. You can you can do things to the brain, Andy. I mean, you and I, we don't yet have that power, but. You can see it happening, whether it's musicians or advertisers, McDonald's, whoever it is. They know that there's certain responses that can be triggered in the brain very simply and that your brain can tell you a story that might Mm. not be happening in the material world around you. 
you see. I don't know if this is of interest or not, mm. but like um, near to where I live, there is a McDonald's that is currently being dismantled. And I've driven past a couple of times, and it's in its various stages of dismantlement. What they what for good or they, what? I think I think they're going to refurbish it or put a new access road in or something like that. But they've like took all the windows out and took everything out from inside it, so it looks like it's, it looks like it's a, a, a burnt out almost McDonald's. It's not quite, to, um, not to be intoxicated. Not to be snobby, right? But I never go to McDonald's. I just don't go. Right. I don't like it. I mean, nowadays... Well, you're vegetarian, aren't you? I so am, I mean, but they know. do do vegetarian options. I'm aware of the vegetarian options. But I will go... If I want a burger and fries, like veggie burger and fries, I'll, I'll be mm. honest, I don't have it often. If I do, I'll shell out for something just a tier above. I will. Oh, all right. Yeah, Where like an Honest Burger, which is a chain, yeah. but it's a tier above McDonald's. They do a plant burger... That's sensational. And I'll go there and it's more pricey sit down. It's got a slight hipster vibe to it, but not too hipstery. You know, mm. wooden tables and probably right, b- plastic. fanciful beers written up on a chalkboard, that kind yeah. of vibe, right? I yeah. mean, that's not what I go for. I just think the food's a bit nicer. But no offence to McDonald's users. I would ask, though, what's the vibe in McDonald's these days? Because I've heard it can be a little bit moody. Don't know, never been in. I think we're talking about a big north-south divide, possibly here. Right. Because you've got, you've got. We got all these gourmet burgers. burgers. We, we we don't have a lot of that around here. Sunderland hasn't got any gourmet burger joint that I can think of. Uh, we New, don't even Newcastle have a press has. in Sunderland. Newcastle's got all that. Yeah, Newcastle. Just, that's Newcastle. Still they're, up they're north, isn't it? Different as well. Well, it is. But, <laughs> it's right, like the, Sunderland versus. To, to, you, right, to you, it's like the south of the north. Sunderland versus London. Then. New, we yeah, have Newcastle have got the lot, but Sunderland, well, yeah, know. not so much. Maybe. I mean, I've been. Yeah, I always go to the Nando's if I'm in Sunderland because you, you know, it's a nice Nando's. You know what you're getting. You know what you're going to get, and it's, it's good, good go. food. I'd sooner go to a Nando's than a McDonald's. Uh, yeah, we haven't even got a prep. But I was, I've, I've, I've never shit. had a sandwich from Pret, and afterwards thought, mm, that was nice. No. It's this, not. This it's really not functional. They, to be honest, they all taste the same. I think they put this sort of mayonnaise on it, so every filling right. basically tastes of mayonnaise because they worked right. out early doors. Do you know what people love? Mayonnaise. You know, it's like we've often said on this Stop show. What are the best things? Fat and salt. Fat and salt. So yeah. if you can just make anything, whether it's supposed to be fish, meat, cheese, vegetables, whatever it is, just make it taste of fat and salt. People will fucking buy it. And when you go to a prep. You don't feel great about it, but you don't feel shit about it either. You're just like, oh, I'll go to it. They do nice coffee. I do I do appreciate their coffee. Yeah, I would say it's okay. my favourite of the chains. But anyway, all this started out by saying it's not... I don't believe it's begging bowl for us to create a product, if you can call mm. that this. And I'm not saying it's a good product. That's up to you, the listener, to decide, right? But that's market forces. We put it out there. It's available to buy... Buy it if you think it's worth it. If not, obviously, yeah. it'll go out of business. And we're not doing what Salad yeah, Cream it. did yeah. when they once in a while Salad Cream like to announce that they're discontinuing it, don't they? So John Salad Cream comes out and says, yeah. I'm That's sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, it's with a heavy heart. We are going to have to discontinue Salad Cream forever. And it's not our Um, fault, it's your fault, because you haven't been eating enough salad cream. You've all been eating fucking mayonnaise and sriracha sauce and all these modern fucking cunty sauces, right? 
So it's your fault. You've got to take a... If you regret it, you take a long, hard look at yourselves in the mirror for this, for not fucking eating enough salad cream. Because we're going broke. We're going out of business. We're probably going to start a new business. It may be in the gravel industry. We, we might be doing might people's not. driveways. We don't know. But as for I, salad I, cream, kiss an, goodbye to it. I've got an interview Tuesday at the council. Yeah. Just for some admin work. I yeah. mean, I'm 53 now. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna start a new career. I'm not gonna go to a new. I'm not gonna start a new business. So it's 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 light admin work apparently. So I've been told, and it's it's there. It, it's a bloke I know from 20 years ago. He said he could get me in. It's, but, uh, you it's, know, it's just above minimum wage. It's not gonna be exactly. Salad cream's finished. It's, it's not exactly gonna be taxing for me mentally no. or physically. It won't be a big challenge, but it'll give me the sort of lifestyle that at my age, I'm. I'm looking forward to. That I'm comfortable with. I don't need that much. I don't. I go away to a caravan once a year. That's it. My mortgage is yeah, practically paid so it, off. I'm happy with that. Um, I don't be looking over my shoulders at the fucking salad cream sales figures. Yeah. Every quarter, like uh, I am now. Fucking quarter to quarter to quarter nightmare. Yeah. So they do all that, and what do we do? We run out like fucking idiots and f- stockpile fucking salad cream. And he's sat there. He's not doing his... He never even turned up for the interview at the council because by 24 hours didn't. later, he's there rubbing his hands thinking, this is going to be our best quarter of the year by a mile because the all these roof. daft cunts have gone out and bought up every bottle of salad cream off the shelf of every supermarket in the country. So what you've just said there is that by us saying that, um, you know, use it or lose it with the yeah. IFS, that we're, we're, we're calling people. the bluff of the listeners. But you've got to remember, we, we yeah. podcast every day and we get daily feedback from our loyal and valued listeners saying on the whole that they enjoy the content. And that goes on yeah. day after day. And then tonight, for instance, after we finish recording this, we'll be doing a live stream for Turbo subscribers and we'll get to chat to them and, and have a bit of a laugh with yeah. them. We do that once a month. We do all sorts of other things. But there's people who listen to these episodes, which are only two a week out of the five that we do, where this is the only chance we get to a, a say, to appeal to them, if you if, if you like that. You know, this yeah. this would be if McDonald's, to use the McDonald's marketing uh, analogy again, this would be if McDonald's twice a week gave out free food, right, in order to say... Mm. If you like it, you should uh, start buying it on the other days, right? And some people think, yeah, I'll back them. They're doing good work here on the old burgers and fries and the milkshakes. Fuck it, I'll I'll do it. I'm going to start paying. Some people go, don't really like it. It's not for me. It's not worth me paying, but thanks for the free meal. But some cunts go like this. Fucking love it. It's well nice. And I can see you're working hard to make these burgers and chips and the milkshakes <laughs> and the McFlurries. But I'll be fucked if I'm paying you. I'll come here on a Monday and a Friday when you're giving it out free. But on the other days, no thanks. <laughs> I'll stay home and fry myself a fucking egg. On Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'll sit back and listen. To, I'll eat some nine-month-old burgers. Yeah, that you're don't knocking out me. for nothing. So anyway, still bland, tasteless. 
<laughs> Full of references that mean nothing, nothing because we're all from nine months ago. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. Because actually, this is very topical. Um, have you been enjoying watching Glastonbury this weekend, Andy? I'll be honest, I haven't seen very much of it, Sam. Mm. I've been on what I would describe as a Pet Shop Boys odyssey around the land. I've heard about this. Um, I went to Liverpool on Friday to see mm. them at the MS uh, MS Bank Arena, I think it is. <laughs> oh, where? At the, at, where is uh, it? Yeah. Whereabouts? It's Marks and Spencer's. Marks and Spencer's Bank sponsors the arena in Liverpool. Fucking hell. And it was down at the waterfront next to where the Beatles exhibition is. Liverpool ain't what it used to be with the cavern. Yeah. <laughs> now it's, it's a fucking bank, mate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they do things different there. <laughs> we have this, these things so, called live music venues. We pretty much invented them. <laughs> and it's all from the grassroots, apart from this one that is sponsored by a supermarket's bank wing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we by the there. financial wing there. of a supermarket of a luxury supermarket. <laughs> yeah, not just fucking Asda. <laughs> yeah, no proletarian mm-hmm. fucking supermarket. No. Little, no big posh one. That's David Cameron. So we David Cameron used to famously do his big shop from an M and S, didn't he? Did he? That's what he did. That. His big shop, not his, his little bits shop. and bobs luxury what, he, shop, just like his... filling in the gaps during the week. He'd go and do his big shop there, mate. Fucking hell. We have got one of them near near me at the uh there's a MS food store. So I could do my big shop there if I was um you know, well off enough. So yeah, we went to see Pet Shop Boys in Liverpool and it was brilliant and the waterfront down there is great. And every time I go to Liverpool I love it a bit more. Yeah, it's great. Like that time we were there a few weeks ago that and this time we, we were down to, at the waterfront. When we went to Hope Street, that venue in Hope Street and then the pub that we went to with the Peter Who we and afterwards. It's one of the most remarkable pubs I've ever been in. I can't oh, remember well, the name of it now, though. The, the two pubs were brilliant that we They're went good, in. They're good, because the Carsey's in the front. Reasons. Well, the first one, I think, is quite famous. Everyone knows that the Beatles used to go there, and it's got, like, the most beautiful, ornate, yet smelly toilets in uh, <laughs> in the in, in any pub in the country. And I went in for a piss, knowing that I was pissing in a urinal that John Lennon once pissed in, and that was wonderful. But then... We got the re- that's 
that's what the tourists know about. Then we got the real fucking deal when Peter Hooten took us around the corner to a, a smaller, more modest, but quietly spectacular booze around the corner. But I can't remember the name, can you? That Maybe was, we shouldn't reveal wasn't it. Wasn't it the crack? Wasn't it the crack, the second yeah. one we oh, were yeah, in? yeah. I think it was. And the first one was the Palladium. Yeah, that's it. People all know the Palladium. But they're near the art school, aren't they? So Stuart Stuart Sutcliffe and John Lennon used to hang around in there together. What a place. Anyway, Liverpool, great place. What happened to you? Yeah, like I said, there was that. And then then being down the waterfront and the the docks and everything, where, uh, of course, the late uh, disgraced uh, this morning weatherman Fred Talbot used to jump about on a map of Britain. Yeah. all of that down there is lovely. The MS Bank Arena is really lovely. good. So, yeah, uh, my love affair with Liverpool grows deeper. Um, Petro Boys were brilliant. And then uh, I drove home from Liverpool, dropped my daughter off, and then picked my son up because we're going to take my son to see them in Leeds. Right. Because I had tickets for Leeds as well. And Double we trouble. got there. We got there, and uh, he wasn't very well. Yeah. And we had to leave. Did he have a stomach ache? On. Did he have a stomach ache? No, it was just a, a combination of things that's going on and it was just all too much for him. So yeah. we, uh, it was really hot in there and yeah. really crowded. I've been in that. Well, I saw of... you tweet about it or, or put it on Facebook and I was like, I've been there, been in the same situation with Len before. Uh, yeah. West Ham, Leon in the, in the, Europa, in the Europa League right. quarterfinals last year. Massive game. And uh, yeah, it was like, he's not used to go, he's, you know, not used to going to evening games. It was an extremely yeah. intense atmosphere. He'd done about a pint of fucking Fanta, which was my fault. Oh, yeah. I and, this. Uh, and it, you know, the game was, the atmosphere was fucking really intense. It was really exciting. And he's just gone, I've got to go. And in the end, you just got to go, yeah. haven't you? And you, you're gutted, yeah, but yeah, that that's just it. what you have to do. <laughs> it was a 90-minute drive there for oh. Nout. We did stop for a Nando's on the way, to be oh, fair. that's something. There's always uh, something. The, There's always the, a silver lining in everything, mate. There's a brilliant services near Leeds called Skelton Lake, which I oh, think no, is no. now the North's number one services, or well, the northeast side anyway. Yeah, come on, mate. You, we all, it's not T-Bay. No, it's not T-Bay. It's, it's, got, it's got a Nando's in it. It's got a KFC. It's got a Leon. It's yeah. got Leon so the, I mean, you can take T-Bay sort of out of it because T-Bay sits aside. You got T-Bay's have, indie. T-Bay's an indie one. If, if we're talking mainstream, mainstream, uh, there's a separate category, mm. isn't there, really? Because T-Bay and the other one that's in, I think, Gloucestershire, which is run by the same mob, they're aside yeah. from most services. I think th- there's a different category for mainstream services, isn't there? Yeah. And you're saying this I is mean, the, the best North, of we've them. Got, we've, got, we've got Weatherby, which has got, yeah. I think it's got a KFC and it's got an M&S. I go there, yeah. It's got yeah. a Greggs. Yeah. It's got a Greggs. And I, I, go I, into we- I go in, when we're on tour, if I'm near Weatherby, I've started going into Weatherby itself, which is a charming town. Um, right, and uh, just to look for um, Bielsa. Well, I've just got to know well, because because we've been there. I've been through it a few times over the last couple of years. Now it's like I feel like I've got my little places that I know, and I go to the same <laughs> cafe and I know what I'm going to have there. And then I look for Bielsa. And they know my name, yeah. And hello, my order. I'm back again. <laughs> and they're sort of like, oh, what? Who the fuck the are you, lad? Here he comes. Who the fuck? Are you? Oh, do you remember him from last year? I don't know who he thinks he is, but he comes in like it's a rat big deal every time. Again. Swaggers Christ. in here with his cockney strut and makes out that it's some sort of big fucking deal that he's rocked up for his fucking toasted <laughs> sandwich. Fucking vegetarian weirdo. 
<laughs> Keeps asking questions about Bielsa. <laughs> Knows he He's couldn't. gone. He went through a year ago. But um, so yeah, didn't get uh, didn't get to see Petrol Boys last night. So drove back. It. I didn't really see much of Glastonbury. So I've not really. But it, I've what seen was a bit great is the, the eye player is just fucking cracking because uh, yeah. they do such a good job on. So you can see whole performances. They categorise it all, divide out really nicely. Or if you want, that, that if you want, which is what I was just doing before we started this, because I was in on my own and I was killing some time before coming to do this, you can just go on a bit where it says um, must-see songs and they've just filleted out yeah, a right, particular yeah. song from a performance. Oh, nice. Uh, so oh, what did I see? I mean, I, I watched Guns N' Roses doing Paradise City. Uh, they were like astonishingly good. I'm not even a guy. It's not really my sort of music, Guns N' Roses, really. But I mean, fucking hell. They were like unbelievable. And um, really? Yeah. I, the one thing about it is, is that what happens is the way I've consumed Glastonbury this year is I wasn't watching it all live, but then like I'll be flicking through Twitter, which by the way, during the transfer window, I do so much more and it's really actually depressing me. It's like, it's an, it's another addiction that needs conquering. Cause you know, in the transfer, why do I give a shit about the transfer window anyway? It's stupid, but you just find yourself <laughs> yeah. doing it. You just find yourself doing it. Well, I do anyway. So I'm flicking through looking, oh, I'm a Declan Rice. Who gives a fuck? Right. And then I'm seeing all this stuff about Glastonbury and there's so many cunts. And then you start to realize it's quite a lot. I mean, obviously, acknowledging that that's what you and I are, but there's a lot of kind of middle-aged grumpy men saying, like, slating people, slating these amazing musicians who are there bringing yeah. huge amounts of joy to an audience of thousands, plus being broadcast to millions across the And everyone there's having this fucking amazing time, and it's just full of, like, yeah. love and joy, right? And yeah. there's middle-aged men sat at home going, eh. I don't think his vocals are very strong. Or as someone said, yeah. and I see all this before I watch the performances. So I was seeing it about like uh, Arctic Monkeys and I was like, oh my God, it sounds like a car crash. And I said to my missus, fucking hell, have you seen all this? Apparently they were like, they died on their ass. And then we watched it with the kids. Both of my kids love Arctic Monkeys, right? So we switched it last night. They're fucking amazing right? It was just brilliant. Yeah. And it's like, even if you, you like music, you don't like music, obviously I'm there, like an old man, I like the uh, I like the first two albums, right? Because after that, it's more difficult for me to understand, right? It's similar to my journey with Radiohead, right? But that's just, uh, I, I acknowledge that's because I'm a silly old man, right? But you know what? I'm sitting there just loving it because I love it that my kids are into it. And I'm saying weird things like, do you know what I love about this? I mean, my daughter was giving me pelt, as I said, I just love, more than the shots of the band, I love the shots of the audience because you can see all of these young people and they're all having such a lovely time. They're so happy. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter just went, Dad, that sounds really creepy. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> it's not creepy. I just think it's a lovely spectacle to see all these people feeling so much happiness. That's what music can do. And the only <laughs> other thing I said, because I was quiet throughout the whole thing, I was enjoying it so much, I said... Oh, towards the end, because um, what's his name, Alex Turner? He's done the old thing in a suit, right? And it's fucking boiling hot. Yeah. And it was a nice suit. I thought he looked really cool. And he's got a lot of hair as well, which I always... I pity the astute man on hot days, and I, I'm grateful for my baldness at times like this. And I'm looking at him, and he's been moving around quite a lot. He dances and all this sort of stuff. 
And I'm looking at the, all of them are sweating. They're sweating buckets. And the only other words I said other than I love seeing the young people enjoying themselves was, bloody hell, they'll be, uh, they'll be, they'll be wanting their bed after this, won't they? <laughs> and my kids went, what? And I went, well, I said, fucking fuck hell, hell they've, been, they've been up there for like two hours. It's boiling hot and they've really gone for it. To be fair, they put a lot of effort in. I said, oh, imagine you're just, you, they'll just want to have some water. Maybe, maybe like splash yeah. some water and then get straight into and their sandwich. beds. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going, well, not really, dad. That's just what you're thinking if you were up there. I said, fuck me. If I was up there, I wouldn't get past it. My son said, is it your secret dream to one day play on the pyramid stage at Glastonbury? I went, it's not, a, there's no secret about it. I said, of course it's my fucking dream. I said, as a matter of fact. <laughs> what, doing this? Yeah. I said, if you gave me a, a toss up, if a genie said you can either score the winner for West Ham at Wembley, right, or you can headline the pyramid stage, I said, it would be fucking close. I'm not sure which I'd choose. It would be really, really, really close call, right? But what I do know is that if I couldn't go back in time and do it in my body when I was 21, if I had to do it like now, I don't think I'd get past, in this weather, don't think I'd get past the first song, mate, to be honest. I think I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd I, it would finish me. As if well, I was leaping I was about, watching- which I of course would, I wouldn't be like all cool, certainly. I'd be doing a lot of jumping about and that. Um, it would finish me off. I mate. was watching um, Debbie Harry. Oh yeah. Earlier on, how did she get on? it all? Well, she looked as if she could do with a, a glass of water afterwards. I bet but she's she brilliant. Oh yeah, yeah, she's amazing. Really good. Um, That's about all I've seen. Really, Gun- um, Guns and Roses were amazing. They were another one. I saw someone write somebody somewhere responsible for the sound mix should yeah. get the sack after this. And I'm thinking, what? For, who the fuck are you with your sound mix criticism? Right. But I did think when I said it, oh, maybe it was awful. So I switch it on, right? And bear in mind, I never, I've never owned a, a Guns N' Roses record. I met Slash once; he was a nice guy. But I'm, you know, it's not really n- n- ordinarily my cup of tea. But I think, God, they're a fucking loud band, right? And that that mm. can be very good in a situation like this. So I've watched it; they're fucking amazing, right? Every right. cunt, maybe I'm just following the wrong people on Twitter, although nowadays they give you tweets that you're not even following. Every cunt's like, oh dear, oh dear, his voice isn't what it once was. Oh dear, yeah. the mix isn't very good. Maybe he should use a different microphone. Oh dear, well, isn't do, he, do they, and, and these stuff, people, stuff like this, Andy, as well. Isn't he fat? He doesn't look like he used yeah. to. He's like, yeah, because he's fucking, what about you? We're all getting fat, you cunt. That's just fucking age. <laughs> Guys, Have these people never been to fucking gigs before? Do they not know that it sounds different when people sing live? And you go, look at the audience, right? There are thousands of people of all generations as well, by the way. It's not just people who were around when guns were around. There's young people, old people, everything, right? They're all going fucking mental. They're euphoric, right? Yeah. The, the Slash is like, it's, you know, it was like, I suppose the only guitarist I could compare it to that I've seen live is Prince, where you've just got this guy on the guitar who's making fucking magic on it, right? But really casually with mm. a fag hanging out of his mouth. You're thinking, fuck me. This is incredible, right? Even for a non-rock fan, this is incredible, right? And people are going dizzy. And there's Cancer Owen going, <laughs> he looks like a dinner lady. 
What? Is that all you've got to say? This bloke, these people are geniuses. They're godlike geniuses. Look what they do, look at what they're capable of doing with their creativity. They're capable of bringing like just uh, transcendental joy to human beings, right? And you're there saying that he's put on a bit of weight. Yeah, the cunt's about sixty. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, I wouldn't mind when I was six, he's still able to be out there bagging out fucking welcome to the jungle in a pair of leather strides like he was. Fucking amazing, well, mate. you know what? We've got to wrap this up because we're doing a live stream in a few minutes, yeah. but uh, Elton John's on at 9pm. Oh, and I trust you'll be watching Elton John. Not much, mate. I'll be watching. Fucking I'm going to set up three fucking and- screens to watch him. When he oh, does, I guess that's why they, why they call it the blues. I think I might strip naked. Yeah. Yeah, start bursting into tears. Well, I mean, he's got special guests lined up, but we don't know where they are. There's all speculation of who that could be, but we'll we'll find out. But definitely Dave Grohl, because that cunt's turned up with everyone. He's He's up his rocker. I saw him with the Pretenders. I saw him with Guns and Roses. I saw him with fucking, obviously, with his own man. He just won't leave backstage. Anyone who goes on, he's going, can I come (laughs) on? (laughs) Yeah. Wonderful stuff. But, um... What I was, yeah, talking about the, the Twitter people, I've just muted the phrase dill danding. Because you remember when Elton John did that thing during lockdown from oh, his yeah. garden? Oh, yeah. And his vocals were a bit fucking skew if. Right. And he was, it sounded like he was singing, I'm dill danding. Dill danding, yeah. And everyone's sort of pissed that out of that. That became a fucking, that's still a meme that goes, yeah, that's yeah. going on to this day. Fuck yeah. that. Stop He's taking the piss out of these the people. What have you done to bring yeah. anyone happiness? Yeah. They're there fucking bashing out. They're old, when I'm an old cunt, I'll be sat fucking with my fucking trotters up watching Countdown all day. And I'll know that yeah. I'm the cunt. Bring it on. Right? But these guys, yeah. they're like Jesus or whoever your chosen sort of deity is. Deity. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Having said that, for balance, I have actively loathed Guns N' Roses since 1987. Yeah, I mean, but um, I'm not, I'll not be watching. I'll not be watching them. Yeah. But I will. I will check out the Arctic Monkeys because my daughter was saying, "Oh, oh. The, the, the shit these days." Because she's saying they don't do the hits or they, he slows them down so people can't yeah. sing along. A lot of people were complaining about that, but I mean, God Almighty! Plus, and all this kind of thing. I, I saw all that and I thought I'd be disappointed, but I was going to keep my mouth shut for the kids, right? Because they like the new stuff as well. But they did Fluorescent Adolescent, they did Mardi Bum, and for an encore, they did I Bet You Look Good and Dance Lot, and all of them. Oh, there you go then. I I stood up on my feet (laughs) and started punching the air (laughs) throughout I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor. (laughs) And my kids were fucking fuming. But I couldn't help it, Andy. I couldn't help it. So uh, for me, there was nothing wrong with their performances of the classics. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I loved that... um... I love that album they did. Was it called like Translucent Fucking Hotel? Yeah, space, yeah, whatever it was yeah. Called. I, mean, I love that one. But I didn't even know that very well. But then they played songs from it, and that now I've gone on and and put them up on Spotify. I've downloaded it on Spotify. So that's what sometimes live music can do. It sounds like a fucking lounge album. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I like the f- and also what do you want? This, do you want this cunt just to be Coldplay and carry on churning out the same old yeah. bollocks just because it makes money for years? These are creative like people. They're not going to stick out. around and do the same shit that you want them to do. Somebody was pointing out on Twitter that like everyone loves the fact that David Bowie was like a chameleon and changed himself yeah. every year and changed all the time. Yeah. But if someone else does it now, it's like, no! Yeah, yeah. You can't handle this. Well, when David Bowie the did it, stuff. they would have complained, probably. And now they're probably, older yeah, and they're looking back and he's, and he's dead. And they were like, oh, yeah. he was such a chameleon, I loved it. I bet they're all fucking whinging when he dinked yeah. fucking Ziggy Stardust. And became yeah, the thin probably. white duke. 
<laughs> start drinking milk and eating peppers. <laughs> anyway, look, we have to go because we've got a live stream for, to yeah. do for the people who pay. The people who pay the top tier. We've got to go and tend to their needs now. So thanks for listening to this and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.